Remember on Friday when the Ontario government said it was going to give police extra powers to be able to pull people over and ask, hey, where do you think you're going? Because if you're outside your house and you're going around, you're driving around, you're not supposed to be, that's not essential, and you get yourself a ticket. And pretty much the entire province lost their mind, and all these police forces said, yeah, thank you, no thank you, not a good look for us, we will pass. And then the province had to rescind that. Well, check out what's going on in British Columbia. B.C. Premier John Horgan announcing new travel restrictions yesterday to stop the spread of the coronavirus. He said the new restrictions will be put in place to ensure that British Columbians stay within their local areas, and this will reduce non-essential travel. A formal order is expected to come at the end of the week, and restrictions will be in place until the end of the May-long weekend. Here is the Premier of British Columbia. So when it comes to travel, Dr. Henry has been saying for months and months and months, stay in your territory, stay in your community. This is not the time to load up the Winnebago and travel around British Columbia. As John Horgan, the Premier of British Columbia, not the time to load up the Winnebago. That does sound like a good time. What is going on out there in the left coast? Richard Zussman, He's a reporter with Global BC and is my guide to all things British Columbia. Welcome back to the program. Wait a minute, is BC becoming a police state? <laughs> Alan, I don't think that's the sense we're getting here. The reaction has been a little bit different in British Columbia than it was in Ontario. And Premier Horgan made sure to note that BC was trying to avoid some of the fallout that Ontario had uh, when this came in. And we've even received additional clarification uh, this morning from our Minister of Public Safety saying, you know, we know the details are coming Friday, but this is going to be periodic roadblocks only set up in places like BC Ferries or Highway 1 leaving Metro Vancouver to discourage recreational travel, and it will not be random individual stops. I think that's what a lot of people were worried about could be coming but this is really going to be a targeted effort. They keep referring it to as something similar to what we'd see around the holidays in terms of those uh, check stops trying to stop drunk drivers uh, from going on the roads. And so they're, they're drawing the comparison to this program will be similar. Right. So you, you eliminate the criticism of this just empowering police for street checks uh, that could potentially... Uh, target visible minorities, and instead right. these will be actual roadblocks on major highways. And then, do you, you get do you get a ticket if you're at a roadblock and you're like, well, where do you think you're going? You just can't go to the shoe swamp. Yeah, so I also think it's going to be a little bit different than like a traditional roadblock where every vehicle must you know answer a question. I think this is going to be targeted. Like clearly, if you're cruising down the highway heading to the shoe swap, as you mentioned, with a trailer behind you, uh, you're probably going to get flagged pretty quickly if you run through one of these areas. I think that is what is going to be used as sort of a effort. You know, the officer happens to peek through the back end of your minivan and sees the back piled up with camping gear. You know, you're probably going to get pulled over. And so I think it's going to be really targeted towards discouraging people from moving around the province. One of the things that has people wary here is in British Columbia, we've divided uh, the province into five health authorities. And one of the health authorities cuts right through Metro Vancouver. So in Vancouver, you have one health authority 
In Burnaby, you have another health authority. Many people would travel back and forth, not just for work, but for child care and for school in some cases. So there's going to have to be very careful language around what the rules are for people who are doing that travel. The province, yes, doesn't want people moving around that way, but that's not who they're targeting with these new orders that will come on Friday. I'm speaking with Richard Zussman, who is a reporter with Global British Columbia, and I said at the beginning of the program that uh, that the Premier there has uh, taken a page out of the DOFO show playbook, which is Doug Ford here repeatedly. It's like, well, stay tuned. We'll be back in a day or two days with the details. But it seems kind of crazy to make this announcement on the Monday and say, hey, come on back on Friday for the actual legislation <laughs> and the details. Yeah, there was something weird going on yesterday, Alan. We were in a technical briefing that lasted an hour where we heard about hospital capacity and we heard about the extension of current restrictions and we heard about where the province is at and there was one vague mention that the province was going to work with hotel associations to cancel uh, any bookings that were made uh, from outside of one's community And, and that sounded interesting and so then the technical briefing ended and the Formal briefing started at 2 o'clock and the Premier stood up and all of a sudden started rhyming off all of these travel restrictions. And all of us are saying, where, where, where were all these details? How is this going to look? And so, you know, I think they're obviously like most big jurisdictions in Canada, there's a pressure being felt by this third wave. We're starting to see our average seven-day case numbers bend downwards after restrictions were put in place three weeks ago here. That's a good sign. But hospitalizations keep climbing. We're not in the same crisis zone yet as Ontario is in terms of hospitalizations and ICU visits, but it's still at a point where people are very uncomfortable here with the pressure that's being put on the hospital system. So I think Premier Horgan felt he needed to sound tough and show that they are doing something how these things are going to be enforced. Like one thing, Alan, that I didn't mention, they're going to put up signs on the BC-Alberta border telling Albertans and British Columbians to turn around if they're going across the border for non-essential reasons. Well, you know, sign isn't a police officer. I think people are not going to use that as a massive deterrent, but it's sort of a show of strength that the province is saying, this is, these are the steps, this is who we are targeting now We know this virus is moving around the province through travel, and that's why we're trying to address this issue. Interesting. Was the B.C. Premier asked about the difference there that, you know, Ontario has actually put roadblocks on our borders and you're just putting signs up? Yeah, so he was. He spoke a few times around Ontario and and this idea that we would work to consult with uh, BIPOC communities, racialized communities, to have discussions about ensuring that those communities are not somehow targeted by these new measures. He also spoke about, you know, the heavy handedness uh, of the Ontario restrictions and that the BC restrictions were really about trying to target uh, the individual rule breakers and where the science indicates we are seeing spread of the virus, because this continues to be driven by social gatherings indoors. And we've had a ban on that here since November, and enforcement has struggled to lock that down. But that is where transmission happens. The reason why travel is important, like is is in Ontario, is we were seeing the virus get into other communities because people were going to those communities. So that's why, you know, BC is trying to target this. Will it work any better than what's happening in Ontario? That's the mystery, right? All jurisdictions are trying to figure out 
the equation here of how to balance, you know, protecting people and their health while, while in best way keeping things open like hospitals and schools, while also, you know, helping people with their livelihoods by keeping the economy going somewhat while also not adding additional risk of the virus. It is a tricky equation, and every jurisdiction is struggling to sort of manage all of those things. Can I ask about uh, the airport in Vancouver? It's a big issue here, obviously, Pearson, yeah. and, and the Ford government continues, and did yesterday as well, continue to point the government to point the finger directly at the federal government and said the reason we have the variants are here, and the only reason that they're here is because they came into the country and they came into the country through the airport. What's been the reaction from the BC Premier about the situation at the Vancouver airport? Yeah, it's been interesting because Sir Horgan has not pointed fingers very much at the Prime Minister. And, and I, I wonder if that pressure will start ramping up over the next few days. Because one thing we have heard noted is obviously the airports are federal jurisdiction. The Quarantine Act is federal jurisdiction. And there have been concerns raised here by our health minister and by the Premier that that 14-day mandatory quarantine is not being enforced properly by the federal government, i.e. those that are asked to quarantine are not being um, reminded and the the, the enforcement is not taking place to ensure that those people are remaining in their quarantine for 14 days. And that's how we've seen the spread of P1 happen linked to uh, Whistler. This was the the, um, variant that started in Brazil. Also the B117, the UK variant, also uh, spreading in in British Columbia as well. But Horgan has not singled out the prime minister here, but we know that there are underlining concerns that this is how variants got into the country and we could have further spread of these variants if the Quarantine Act is not enforced the way it is intended to be enforced. Richard, I really appreciate the update, and I like to end uh, my interviews by always asking of my guests, mm-hmm. what gives you joy? What gives you joy, Richard Zussman? My children give me joy, and they're, and they're drawings that I love to display on television. That is what gives me joy, Alan. That's great. That's great. I, I, I would say that there are some parents out there who... Might have different answers. <laughs> schools are <laughs> well, we close to school, so I don't have to deal with them doing online learning uh, all day uh, while I'm trying to do my job. So we're fortunate that the schools are still open here in British Columbia for in-person learning. <laughs> well, that's great, Richard. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Al. That is Richard Zussman from uh, Global British Columbia. Uh, he loves his, his kids. Gives him joy because they still go to school. Um, you know, obviously, I think, you know, every parent would say, uh, you know, kids give me joy, it's just except for when they're around. <laughs> they drive me around the bend. Listen, I hope, I hope you're doing all right out there. There is a lot to deal with. The news is obviously not great here in Ontario, especially the, the big development in the last hour. We heard that the province, or pardon me, the city of Toronto is going to follow the lead of Peel region by saying that we're going to close down workplaces that have five, five or more connected COVID cases. The manufacturing uh, industry is saying that this is going to be a disaster. It's going to be an absolute disaster. Don't do it. And by closing these places down, they're also saying to employers, you got to pay your employees sick pay. And these these moves, these twin moves here by these local public officers of health that is going to put increased pressure, much more pressure 
on the Ford government. You watch it, folks. There's a change coming on paid sick days. Ford government will blame it on the feds not doing enough. But between the pressure on the health tables and now these moves by Toronto and Peel, change is a coming.